Oh, All right. amazing. I'm, I love this episode, go. by the way. I know. So it's so, me too. Oh my right, God, I love, this one's the first one I said was funny. Okay. Yes. Hmm. Hello, and welcome to Enough Wicker, a podcast where we celebrate an incredible group of women, the Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. And today we're on the third episode. Uh, it's called Rose the Prude. And there's a lot to that title. <laughs> um, so, Sarah, what do you think? Well, um, this is a super funny episode. This is great. This is a, I don't know if the last episode with the wedding and the family and so much heady stuff all at once uh, kind of like threw off the, the pattern for me. But this this is like the first episode, this, the episode that like, I feel like they catch their groove. Um, and apparently it's not, I'm not the only one that thought this. Obviously, uh, Betty White actually won an Emmy for this episode the first of the four girls, all four of them eventually won Emmys for outstanding, you know, lead actress in a comedy series. But this is the episode that Betty White won for, which is just so early. A fun the third fact. episode ever. Exactly. Isn't that amazing? Like the first season to win is pretty amazing. But yeah, third episode that they, they uh, created, which is fascinating. Um, I also really like this episode. I agree. Cause I think the pilot is never going to be the funniest episode. Um, you know, there's so many things to work out and, and chemistry and things like that. Um, and the second one, yeah, was much, was heavier. And um, the first thing that I noticed about this episode is um, the Sophia and Dorothy having sort of like a fun, competitive nature to their relationship. Um, you know, they're going to play gin all day. That's like their, their whole plan. Um, and, and Dorothy actually gives up the date, like Blanche offers Rose's date to her first. She gives it up to play gin, which is great. Right. Yeah, it's so it's so heartwarming to see because again, like I talked about this in the last episode, but I, I love to see like flashes of Sophia being maternal without being sort of like over the top. Um, and so that's really, really nice. Um, and I think it also is a fun sort of precursor to a long running string throughout the whole series about the role that competition plays for all of them, but particularly for Sophia and Dorothy, um, you know, every episode where they're sort of competing about something, I think is automatically funny because of that storyline. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. It really sets that, that relationship up. It's not just about the chatting and sort of the banter and that whole thing to remind everyone that they are mother and daughter, but that they do have this fun competitive streak. Yeah. Um, related to development things like that i think blanche really sort of emerges as um somebody who grew up very wealthy um and the one sort of exchange that i love is when blanche comes out of the kitchen and she hands dorothy the jar of macadamia nuts and um she asks her to open them whatever and then dorothy's like why wouldn't you just try to open them yourself and Blanche is like well you work with your hands all day and then, you know dorothy's a teacher like she's not like i don't chop wood <laughs> yeah um but i love i really love that that sort of like almost caricature element of blanche like how quote-unquote out of touch she is um and i think we start to see that here and i you know it's built upon layers so that's why i think it works but i think it starts to work in this one oh yeah and she's got and you know like taking right off with blanche there's so much here that are firsts but also just stick with the Blanche character like where she she has this great quote which I so relate to which is just hysterical but she's like most of the boys I dated in college were just for the stories <laughs> <laughs> and like she tells you know the story like we're talking about you know they're sitting around the table for the first cheesecake scene right and I'll talk about that in a little bit more in a minute but 
you know, Blanche immediately pontificates, you know, they have this um, moment where she is talking about the reverend, you know, at the funeral <laughs> service for her husband. And as soon as she mentions it, Dorothy just like, you know, does a like a tisk noise and just like, you know, cl- crashes her coffee cup a little bit and just says like, oh my God, you know, she just has this sort of like, Blanche, you are a caricature of a person, right? Like she has that reaction that you would have in real life. Like, I can't believe you're telling this kind of a story and embellishing it, etc. And it's just, it's perfect because like that is, that is the Blanche character. She's not put off by Dorothy's reaction whatsoever. She just goes on <laughs> into the fantasy <laughs> and it's fantastic. Yeah, and I think because Rue McClanahan does that and seems to be, like, so okay with that part of her personality as a character, um, that enables jokes that are that would otherwise not be as well-received. Um, like, at one point, Dorothy asks Blanche how long she waited to sleep with a man after George died. And, you know, Sophia says, till the paramedics <laughs> got there. And... It, it works because Blanche isn't hurt or like put off by it, but it's a really nice, it's really interesting juxtaposition to what you said about the first episode, how when Sophia calls her a prostitute, she kind of laughs, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's interesting to see that, that develop even over the, just these two episodes. Oh, absolutely. And you know, we're sort of uh, one of my favorite, favorite moments again. These, these women are so good at all sorts of comedy and drama and emotion, but like physical comedy is something that this show isn't necessarily like you wouldn't, as a casual fan, <laughs> really <laughs> think that that would be something you would cite. But like, they're very good at that. And one of those is when Rose is sort of admitting to Blanche and Dorothy, she's getting at the fact that she hasn't slept with anyone since Charlie died, but she doesn't say it outright. And she's just describing how she's going away with this guy named Arnie and like, they're going to be on a boat and they're going to be in a stateroom together alone with one bed. (laughs) And Blanche just does this amazing shoulder shrug shrug to Dorothy like behind Rose's back like I have no idea why this is a problem because it sounds (laughs) like a dream to her right and it's just a very very subtle little piece but it's just perfect it makes me laugh out loud every single time (laughs) um and so we should sort of talk about what happens with Betty White then so Mm -hmm. the cruise (laughs) With the with the my favorite, uh, you know, all nineteen eighties when they have to use stock footage, it looks like you are recording it on like a super eight film that's super grainy from like back in the day. And it's like this really far away, like view of a mini Titanic or something. It's hysterical. Um, <laughs> so she goes with Arnie Peterson from Plainfield, New Jersey. Yes, indeed. Um. And I think we should just get it out of the way right now. We have some we have something to address <laughs> regarding Arnie Peterson. <laughs> and it's it's been it's far too long. Listen, this is um, our third episode I think our, our listeners deserve to hear. Yes. So I guess three years ago, two years ago, some some years ago. Um I'm just gonna tell you the whole story because you you have to know. So Sarah and I went to Golden Girls Trivia. Ex- fully expecting, I think, to win, if I may speak. <laughs> oh, I mean, why Why else? Okay, to even back up from there, I personally had never lost at Golden Girls Trivia in my entire life. Like, I'm talking casual bar, you know, just like, uh, you know, acquaintances or strangers to 
personal friends to official, you know, tournaments or whatnot. And I think the only, you know, the closest I came to losing was our aforementioned draw when I first met Lauren <laughs> at the Smoky Bar in Hell's Kitchen. So, so yes, we went in expecting to sweep it. Yes. Okay. So we're going along. We picked our team was called Parrot Village, which I still think was really good. <laughs> so good. Uh, I stand by that. <laughs> Um, and the question was, I kind of forget the wording of the question, which I actually think is important, but I think it was like, who, like, what is the name of the man that Rose first goes out with or something like that? Does that sound right? I mean, I I guess so. I honestly, to fully admit, uh, I kind of blacked out this entire incident. (laughs) (laughs) It might might have had to do with the gym that I had, but. (laughs) <laughs> might have so I think that I think that that was the question I think the question was definitely the answer to the question was Arnie for yep. sure but then we thought that maybe we were too smart for the questionnaire <laughs> <laughs> and I think that there's a little bit of hubris in that so I won't a that, little but... bit <laughs> I know I'll never forgive myself for this decision. But so, so Sarah was like, okay, we know it's Arnie. We know it's Arnie. And I know that I was, I was in the wrong. And I was like, but I don't know if they're going to know it's Arnie because I think they're trying to trick us. We just didn't know. I didn't know what they knew. I know. It was actually, it was alarming. It was the kind of trivia that we would write <laughs> if we were trying to eviscerate. Not even actually, it wouldn't be the kind of trivia we would write if we were trying to be fair. If we, if we were trying to completely eviscerate the competition in terms of making impossible questions. So I think you were right to be suspicious of like what they were actually getting at, but it just, uh, yeah, it was a shame. So I think, you know, we got third place, which is, you know, admirable for anybody, but for us, I mean, it was a tragedy, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, it's a moment, but, but I am happy that Arnie is from New Jersey as both of us are from New Jersey, which is a a really great um, homage, which is lovely. Um, and he's obviously charming as hell. I mean, that's why he shows back up in the series as a, as a steady boyfriend, Miles Weber. Um, and I think that speech that he gives about, um, you know, I, <laughs> it's actually funny because he's, I was admiring him as a character as I'm watching him talk about like, you know, my wife died and it's, you know, it's really emotional and, you know, I didn't let it stop me. Ha ha ha. But he, but he <laughs> then says, I patted a few bottoms. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and then you're like, God damn it, Arnie! Like I was kind of thinking that you were pretty cool, but Jesus, this does not hold up in 2020. Joe Biden's tagline. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he says oh, he says god. added a few bottoms, which is just such a <laughs> like a a terrible, terrible um little little blip that sneaks in there. Um, but I do love I do love how cute they are. I think Betty White just nails it again with the physical comedy when she's trying to lay sexy in bed when he's still in the bathroom. <laughs> um, you know, where <laughs> Miles is talking about uh, Miles. See? I'm so attached to him as Miles. See? I know. Um, Arnie is like, oh, I bought this for my grandson. Sounded so good I kept it for myself. The portable tape cassette player. I just love <laughs> that there are there's so many of these amazing dated 80s references like er- earlier in the episode like they talk about willard scott <laughs> and the hundred year old you know people to get on the today show and they keep like dorothy says something about keep changing the taste of coke like it's it's just perfect because it's just i remember even watching this as a kid because of course i'm not like up on the when later you know in in the episodes they make references to people of their age who would know references from 50s 40s and beyond um <laughs> i just remember being really confused and now that we have 
of Google, I'm like, you know, still looking up things uh, to see what they're talking about. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like the whole reason I know anything about Michael Dukakis is because of the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really love the chemistry she has with Arnie. Um, I think it's, he's so great. And I, I do love the Miles character. Um, you know what I think I thought was interesting is like, they bring Miles back. Do you know around about, I should have looked this up actually, when Miles comes back? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's later, later on. I think it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's not, I don't, I'm not even going to answer now because I don't know. I don't think it's in the first season, but anyway, like, it's interesting. They, she like kind of goes out and like, sows her wild oats and dates other guys. And, you know, Miles, you know, circles back. It's it's interesting because again, this is the, this is the first true sort of sexcapades episode, right? Like it's been referenced before, but like this main plot is around sex and it's significant for women on television to talk about it so openly, but older women like to talk about this idea of, does it feel like you're cheating on your dead husband if you have sex again? I mean, there's just, it's like so complex. It's really cool. And again, I think it's one of those things where you can watch it today and take it totally for granted that this was kind of a mind blowing topic that they covered um, when this was launched. Yeah. No, I mean, like you think about when Sex in the City came on, and obviously that's different in terms of the levels and, and things it was doing, but it, it was groundbreaking in sort of the similar, same way. Like, you know, it's, it's wild to have women talking about sex at all, talking about like enjoying or pursuing sex the way that, that Blanche does and the way that they all do eventually. Um, But yeah, so I actually, one of the things I wrote down was the sort of different roads that it takes because you have Blanche who I think is um, it's still new. So I don't think she's totally like, in the groove of it yet but she is definitely somebody who is comfortable talking about her sex life and like you know again the the thing with the the priest um looking right at her Um, and also the sex life in miami right like so this show this episode specifically covers a lot of that dating older men right where blanche is constantly like she's complaining about her date jeffrey like where she's like i'm gonna date both brothers before i give one away and she's like you know jeffrey jeffrey uh, doesn't dance and says it makes his ankle swell and just like all of this like old people humor like really just like it it paints a picture of what they're going for in the show so it really you know sex plus old people it's amazing <laughs> but yeah so sort of on the other side of that you kind of you have rose and i never thought of this before and obviously it's it's maybe a bit of a stretch but it does sort of feel like an episode about virginity loss when she's sort of contemplating if she's ready or not to um you know have sex with arnie and if she's comfortable and if she's doing it for the right reasons and also like it feels so weird like there were so many elements of that sort of like almost after school especially without you know without being that cheesy um that it was really and and i do think that's also you know super progressive to to paint a woman as somebody who's like deciding whether or not they're ready for that to become part of their lives you know like it's it's very just owning that part of it is is yeah I never actually thought about it that way but that's exactly what it is and honestly like even if you even if it's not a metaphor like that's actually what Rose is going through anyway because I mean you've just been with one man and he's already been dead for 15 (laughs) years as they say which again timelines off as we mentioned (laughs) everything's so whacked out um but yeah it's it's fascinating the you know it's such a disappointment that it struck me this way but where dorothy is just like well just go and give it a shot like totally encouraging and not 
there's not this subtext and I know you probably couldn't cover it, but of course there's always a subtext in this conversation, even with like young women where you're like, okay, well, if you're going away, you know, with a man, he's going to expect it. Like you're going to have to do it. Like this is part of the sharing the bed. This is what you're signing up for, right? There's not a conversation like that. There's totally the assumption that Arnie is going to be a perfect gentleman and go wherever Rose is comfortable going, um, which I really liked. I think, I mean, it just painted him as like a really good, guy character despite his padding a few bottoms uh <laughs> but it was just like you said it could really focus on the whole you know what dorothy tells rose where it's like you know you can you know good things happen or bad things happen but if you don't take a chance nothing happens yeah that's a really interesting takeaway i never thought of that before either but it is it is really nice to not have that be like the whole arc Absolutely. of the episode which i feel it's like it's just interesting it, yeah it and it is. just strikes me um, just because I'm putting myself in that position of talking to a friend who would be doing this, like a girlfriend that would be doing this. And it's like, oh, yeah, you would definitely cover much, much more intense topics than that. Um, so I'm Blanche shrugging behind Rose, like, what's the problem? <laughs> um, can we go um, forward a little bit uh, to, well, I kind of back a little bit to when we were talking about the, um, the cheesecake scene where they're the first sort of night talk that they have. Yeah, of course. Historic. About, uh, yeah, they're talking about, you know, when the first time that they slept with anyone after their husbands either died or they got divorced. Um, and, you know, again, aforementioned Blanche talking about the reverend. <laughs> took about 10 minutes. He wore his watch and his socks and I never saw him again. <laughs> um, but they talk about uh, the mirror, using the mirror uh, to actually look at yourself right to to look at a look at yourself with a mirror above you versus like looking down on a mirror um and that was the first cheesecake scene essentially and i i remember reading that you know susan harris who who's created the golden girls they really needed something to anchor that conversation that really brought it into um kind of what they talked about in the first episode where you mentioned where dorothy is talking about feeling like a young woman woman with all these young women and then looking at herself in the mirror <laughs> and being reminded that she's old it's sort of the same idea of like how gravity takes its toll on your skin and they are kind of swapping techniques <laughs> as to like not you know feel bad about yourself <laughs> or even look good that kind of thing um well susan harris wrote this scene like on a on a plane to new york and she phoned it back into LA and they added it in like super last minute. And it ended up being such a classic uh, skit, you know, sketch, like that piece of the sketch that they performed it for the queen in England, like years and years later when they did like a mini golden girls, like live. Performance wow. for her. Yeah. Like, because she loved the golden girls so much, which is great. Yeah. Of so they wrote that bit wow. into it. So, but it's just so perfect because again, it's, when you're imagining just sitting around chatting with your girlfriends, like it's like, it's something that at that age you would be like, Oh, here's a tip. Like definitely look at yourself this way. <laughs> They're much more attractive. <laughs> so, um, but it just, yeah, it stands out as so classic and it's just great that it anchored that first sort of cheesecake scene. And that's where they sort of took it and ran with it for the rest of the series. Yeah, no, that's so, that's so interesting. And it really like, um there's a very funny exchange there too when um Blanche is upset because of the way she looks when she leans over so Dorothy gives her the tip to lean back um that you mentioned and then Blanche is like oh I'm gonna have to meet men laying down I you did. like I thought you did and it it's it's the timing oh, is so perfect it's, it's like a second before you think it's gonna cut you know it's it's very quick but um 
it's just we're I think we're in the full swing. I actually think um, not to get too ahead of myself, but I actually think we take one step back and step four. It's I like two think step so. four is with this. And then in episode four, and we I go back. Don't quote me on this, but I do think that these episodes were filmed differently out of order. Um, so I do think that the next episode was an earlier episode. So in the, in the order of like actual broadcast that we're following, I think it's a little wacky. So uh, we can maybe talk about it in the next episode. <laughs> so, but again, going back to the, the timing um, and when the things that we see, when, when you mentioned earlier where <laughs> Dorothy says, I'm like laughing now. It's just fabulous that I could like recall <laughs> these things I've seen a million times and still genuinely giggle. Um, you know, Dorothy says, so how long did you wait, Blanche, you know, after, after George died? And <laughs> Sophia says, till the paramedics came. And then immediately Dorothy does the overlapping ma. Like she admonishes her for it. And it's perfect because it's like the first one. Earlier in the earlier in the episode, Dorothy actually, I noted she says mom instead of ma. Oh my God, yes, I wrote bizarre. that down too. And you're just like, get out of here. This is, she's not a mom. Um, so it's really funny that she has, like they, they kind of find their group in that, that cheesecake episode. Um, or, you know, the cheesecake uh, uh, scene. But um, <laughs> another just complete, just if we're going into non sequiturs here, um, you know, Sophia's <laughs> line where Blanche goes into the fridge and she goes, watch what you're grabbing. I got a specimen in there. <laughs> <laughs> and again, the physical comedy, too. Blanche just looks at the, like, she pulled out, I think, like the half and half or the milk or something in a little picture and she kind of just looks at it perfectly subtly just being like it's not okay perfect um it's amazing (laughs) i wrote that down and it's crazy because i know that this is impossible but i felt like i'd never (laughs) seen that before like heard that line before um which is crazy because it's probably been at least a hundred you know what line that i thought i never heard before because it's the very last line of the episode it's when uh, Sophia and Dorothy are, you know, playing their gin again after Sophia has been like, hey, we have really good conversations, you know, when we play this game. Um, she, she goes, she, you know, she had mentioned earlier that her Aunt Jean, Dorothy's Aunt Jean, had skinny dip with Charles Boyer. <laughs> so Dorothy asks about it. And Dor- <laughs> Sophia just goes, you know, your Aunt Jean, she was always two steps away from the gutter. <laughs> Which I was like, I mean, I'm sure I've heard it passively, but like it really just it spoke to me about talking about your relatives. It's just so perfect. And it really rounds out the like again, like you were talking about earlier, like they are mother and daughter. Like they have a shared language in this commonality of like their relations. So it's just like, oh yeah, you know, you're it was just it was just a wonderful way to uh, describe her personality. It really is. Well, that's a great way for yeah, us to wrap. Absolutely. The, the last, last line. line of the episode, exactly. All right. Well, next time, as you said, you know, we're, we're probably going to uh, maybe take a step back in terms of the progress that it's making, but we're going to discuss whether or not you'd uh, let your sister die because your childhood was kind of complex. Yeah, tune in. Don't want to miss that. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. <laughs>